you're back, welcome for the first time, if it's your first time, and welcome for the last time. Hopefully if, not. If you're unsubscribing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no if longer this, following this, this podcast. If, if this has turned you off already to <laughs> switch to a different podcast, uh, I'm sorry. But maybe just fast forward just a little bit because we're going to get into this you know, pretty quick. Yeah, here. for sure. Uh, this is the Tag and Brando podcast. If you are looking for something else, I hope we fulfill some <laughs> things that you are looking for. Yeah. But uh, essentially, we are uh, Tag, my good, good friend from across the mountains. Hello. And I am uh, Brando. And we are just going to go through a question of the day that uh, we've drummed up. Yes, sir. Just to get the, no- just to get the noodle noodling. Um, somebody at work today didn't understand the concept of buttered noodles. So we're going to butter some, <laughs> we're going to butter, butter our noodles. Um, and then Gross. we are going, yeah. And then we are uh, going to use that. Uh, lubricated noodleage to come up with a triggered memory. Okay. And after that, we are gonna cap it with uh, something new from each of us. Just the new, as we call it. Nice. I feel like we need like the old school, like dee 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 dee, and then like you know, one person turns <laughs> around in their chair, and then like another person turns around in their chair. But that's a lot of production value for one story, one this, new story. This just new, yeah. And then that's it. That's it. So, um, yeah, we're gonna um, kind of go through just a couple of those things, and uh, just want to start out with uh, Tag. How you doing, man? I'm good. Thanks for uh, thanks for asking. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Good. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Should we, should we get going? Okay. All right. (laughs) So, um, we haven't been going to a lot of movies recently. I know. Boo. And it's kind of... It's kind of a bummer, but I mean, let's be honest. If you're watching a blockbuster from home, like there are definitely perks to that. Like you can pause whenever you want. Right. You can have whatever snacks you can avail yourself to. Sure. Um, you can make uh, those decisions mid movie. You know, and not really be missing anything. Get up, move around, all that kind of different stuff, and. And, I mean, it's just, you know, it's, and I would say, I, I mean, this is not the question of the day, but depending <laughs> on how far away, how far away you hold your phone, it's going to fill your vision just as much as a giant movie screen would, right? Uh, I guess, I guess, I guess, anyway. I don't know, it's not exactly <laughs> right. the same thing. Your arm gets tired. In the movie theater, your arm doesn't get tired. Uh, Unless you're trying to bump that guy off the armrest next to you. But we, we're getting spoiled in movie theaters right. before, the, before the pandemic. So right. we're going to go back to the to the old, the old school oh. and ask, um, 
well, first we're just gonna we're just gonna go through our lives and say, if you were making a movie, yeah, of your life, yes, who would you cast as yourself? Okay, the movie of Taggart. Well, here's the thing. So, <laughs> a lot of people back in the day, not some. I mean, I don't get it much now, but then I don't have that many friends, so we don't talk about stuff. Um, <laughs> um, I used to get Luke Wilson all the time. They'd be like, you know who should play you in a movie? Luke Wilson. He would be great. You kind of look like him, and he is an actor, and you is an actor. I don't know who this is that's talking, but I was like, yeah, true. <laughs> they, they are a terrible actor. They are They are not an actor. Um, right. So that's a decent choice. I'm not gonna go with Luke Wilson. It's the obvious go, <laughs> right? Okay. I'm a tall man. He's a little shorter than me. I'm choosing Billy Crystal. Wait, you're choosing? <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So you're choosing Billy Crystal to play you? This dude. Heck yes. I would take Billy Crystal to play me. Absolutely. That would be amazing. I would watch that movie. So Luke Wilson is five eleven. So he's shy. He's not even that tall. Eight eight inches. That's like right. That's like me. He's 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 about as tall as I am. Right. You could go. I mean, I'm just looking at this page, and they suggest other people. Vince Vaughn is at least five five or six seven six five. Right. Vince he's, Vaughn's he's pretty tall. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's but, true. Uh, but I'm going Billy Crystal. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so this this biopic ends with you <laughs> like uh I mean is are we are we um Yeah, like uh you know, walk, walk me through a little bit of this 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 yeah, thing. Are we Well, he are we he had Marvel a- Marvel Cinematic Universe CGIing him down kind of a thing. No, he's just gonna or... be—he's just gonna be Billy Crystal. Okay, all right. What do you mean? No, I'm just—I'm just making sure I understand. Like you know, because he's—he's got the chops. Don't don't get me wrong, but <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure the logic's you know, okay, the 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 looks. All right, we we look a lot different. That's fine. I understand that. Mm-hmm. He's a lot shorter than me. True. He wanted to be a baseball player. I don't care. Um, yeah. <laughs> But here's the connection. He made a movie called My Giant about a friend of his that was a giant guy. And uh, that's not the connection, but that could be a connection. Um, I just think it would be hilarious. That's all it is. Okay. I think he would, you know, come on. Come on. Okay. What if... What if you had a uh, a six seven stand in, uh-huh. and then they just like you know, like then like mo capped, and then Billy Crystal like something something like that. Just deep faked him, so it was Billy Crystal's mm-hmm. face. Great. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sure. I'm not sure we. I'm not sure my life story is going to have that kind of budget, <laughs> but. Sure. <laughs> right. 
Sure, right? if we got the capability, why not? Like, give yeah, make him a tall guy, and then he's like, hey, I'm Mike Wazowski, you know, and he's like, whoa, all these horses, <laughs> right? we got to get these cattle someplace. Um, yeah. I don't know. I would just I would pay to see that movie, and that and that to me is worth is worth it. Like uh that's true. He's a fu- yeah. he's I a mean, funny guy. Yeah. My life has had some funny things where he could probably punch mm-hmm. up a bit, you know. Um, uh, get a little vaudevillian kind of energy in in the whole, you know, nineteen uh, eighties. 90s <laughs> 2000s business right so um, he, he's playing opposite some teenage actor <laughs> that's playing like your siblings and stuff and he's just like yeah oh, sure yeah awesome. we'll figure mm-hmm. it out we'll figure it out we'll we'll, we'll uh we'll fix it in post um mm-hmm. yeah i think it'd be great man i think it'd I think be great I think you could Lord of the Rings it and kind of do some forced perspective. I mean, sure. you're not, you know, I'm not going to say, you know, you, you are definitely more than your height. Let's let's be honest, you know. Thank you. But, yeah, I appreciate that. It, it is it is a distinguishing aspect of you. So, yeah, like, it, if, if it was kind of absent, um, can I, I'm looking at a list here. Uh, <laughs> like, you, celebrities. like you do, uh-huh. Celebrities who are six seven that could maybe play the stand-in, or maybe like we we shoot Billy Crystal from the front and uh-huh. like these guys from the back, you know, so okay. we can get like a little bit of the perspective, right? Um, so we got, uh, and I'm only looking at like people who maybe have some acting chops. Okay, Fair. Uh, first on the list is uh, Dennis Rodman. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, Hulk Hogan. Um, could, okay. could, could play you. Um, Nothing convincing yet. Tony Robbins. <laughs> he was in I one mean, movie that I'm familiar with. <laughs> Shallow Hell. Right? Yep. Hell. yep. Uh, here, here we go. Stephen Merchant. Stephen Merchant. Stephen Merchant's him, funny. I like Steve yeah. Merchant. That's good. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd want him to be me, but... No, um, no, I'm just talking from the back. You know, this is like, right. you know, bulk him up a little bit and, and you know, I could see that, you know. Okay, okay. Uh, Brett Garrett would, you know, I think he oh. would, he and Billy Crystal would really kind of like meld. I, I could see Brett Garrett really getting getting that. Okay, you know, from sure. Everybody Loves Raymond and uh-huh. everything. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to say the, prob- oh, um. Bill Gates Sr. Sadly, he's he just passed in uh, the end of 2002 <laughs> or 2000, 2020. But, okay. uh, but yeah, he was he was a tall man. <laughs> I did um, not know. And, and, no, um, but uh, I'm gonna say if you haven't gotten this before, um, it's probably gonna come up. Uh, Rhett McLaughlin. Well, McLaughlin, Red? Rhett and Link. Oh, mm-hmm. right, Rhett. Of course. See, okay, so I would, I would say, like, yeah, if you got, you know, if you need a body double, because he's got the hair and he's got the beard skills 
that you that you would need for like the later later in life kind of shots. You know what I'm saying? Sure, sure. So he's got he's got the the hair chops, if you will. He's got the <laughs> chop chops. Uh huh. He's got the chop chops to uh, to do that. So I, I think I mean I th- you got some options there to oh and uh, Brian Poison. Poison, uh, you know who I'm talking about? Uh uh-uh. uh He's um he's in a lot of kind of random shows. He's a stand-up comedian. Um, he's the geologist guy from Big Bang Theory. Big like, um, he's in Just Shoot Me. He's oh, man, he's been in a lot of stuff, but you'd know him if you saw him. But oh yeah 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 I'm looking him up I know who yeah. you're talking about sure sure yeah. sure sure yep 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 but uh, but yeah like I'm saying like I think Rhett would like if you're just looking for like you from a distance kind of kind of shots you know and stuff like that like <laughs> uh huh maybe he'll but, be my uh, stunt stunt double plus he can play the guitar <laughs> too true so yeah so that's uh that's a bonus so just get him. For those close-up, you know, hand guitar shots, because uh, you put a, it's it's, I mean, you could give uh, Billy Crystal a three-quarters guitar, <laughs> and it would look, it would look something, <laughs> something, something similar. It's messed up, yeah. bro. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but, um, but yeah, that's uh, so any any other uh, side characters you got uh, you got casting for no no i haven't i'm not deep in the casting process yet just looking at filling for my part for first and then mm-hmm. we're gonna we're gonna go from there at, right. uh, at that point there yeah good choice good yeah, choice. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. all right yeah i mean yeah i think billy crystal is an awesome choice he's he's definitely got and that's the other thing is like you know, he's got so many different roles that he can kind of like tap into. So you right. be like, you know, this is kind of more of a, a Magic Mike kind of moment. Not Magic Mike. What <laughs> well, am I, I was talking like, about? What are you talking about? What is his name in uh, Princess Bride? Oh, uh, Miracle Max. Uh, Miracle Max. Whoa. <laughs> Completely different. <laughs> Completely different. Miracle Max. Yes. Yes. Magic Mike. Wow. Okay. Don't put that DVD in. Don't mix those those box covers up. <laughs> <laughs> um. But yeah, I I think that's a that's a good choice. You can you can he's well does well in prosthetics. He, Thanks. You know. Yeah. He's, yeah. Yeah. I think I. Yeah, I think it would be hilarious and super fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. What about you, man? Where Where would you go? So for your so casting choices. Yeah. So if if we're doing a you know a buddy buddy cop movie kind of a thing, um, so a little bit of backstory on on not necessarily my choice, but just this question in general. Uh huh. So my my brother has always said if he was going to be, uh, if there was a movie about his life, he would pick Fred Savage to play him. Uh-huh. And yeah. And everything. And 
yeah, I think Fred Savage is a pretty decent choice. I think he, he could definitely, you know, uh, direct, probably write, and, you know, uh, act in in a movie of, uh, of his life. But then the question always came up like, oh, will that mean I would be played by Ben Savage, his younger brother who also acts? Makes perfect and sense he, to me. And he's always like, no, why? Why would that be? And I'm like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> now, so I've kind of shied away. I mean, Ben Savage is not a bad choice. I mean, like he he's definitely got the goofiness. He, uh-huh. He's got the, you know kind of curly hair and the like awkward you know kind of moments and stuff like that right but when i sat down and thought about it the person i would pick to play me yeah is jesse hyman jesse hyman right. and if you don't know Je- you don't know jesse hyman by name or anything else, you will just know his face from everything. So he is, I'll give you the, the best example I can. Yes. He is the kid in Spider-Man the first, Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. Uh-huh. That when, he, when Peter is, you know, defending himself and fighting against Flash Thompson... He's the kid with like kind of the duck lip, like standing behind him with the glasses and just being like, oh, and then like when after the fight's over, he's like clapping. And then all of a sudden there's a hard cut back to like because he's standing like behind Mary Jane. So he's like uh-huh. clapping, and then it cuts to Peter that cuts back and he's like, oh, we got to get out of here. Like no lines. <laughs> you just you just see him mouth like, well, we got to get out of here. And so like. <laughs> He's been in uh, Spider-Man, one of my all-time favorites. Uh-huh. Uh, he's been uh, a reoccurring extra on Chuck. He worked at the Buy More. Um, yeah, so you just okay. See him, you uh-huh. just see him line, lined up all the time when, like, whoever it is, Mike or um, Tony Hale or whoever is just, like, you know, talking to the whole Buy More staff. Um, he's been in, uh, like so many good shows, uh, just as a background character. He's been in Big Bang Theory in a repeated extra role. Um, he was in like Neighbors and Old School and Knocked Up and Silicon Valley and SWAT. The, the, the kid has like a IMDB that like, you know rivals many many named actors but um he never has like a speaking line and like i'd say about 60 percent of these are uncredited um and everything really? but but he is just he's gotten around and you also might know him from a carl's jr super bowl commercial where he he like makes out with I can't remember what her name is. That's the thing. I know him more than I know whatever model or something. Uh, right. That he he's making out with. So it's a GoDaddy commercial, um, where he makes out with uh, Bar 
Rafi Rafi. I can't. <laughs> so Some yeah, hard it's not Carl's Jr. Uh huh. Yeah. So it's it's uh, yeah. So oh, and Danica Patrick, I think, is also in this movie or in this commercial. Okay. So yeah, so like he he's he's been around the block, and he's about my you know same age at this point, and most points then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Math is crazy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean time. It just goes right, right along the the same the same way there. That's fine. Um, but uh, but yeah. So um, I think he would uh, he'd be great. I think he's nice, man. Uh, like give yeah. him give him a shot. Get, yeah, get those give speaking him, lines give him a, out get, there. Give him a lead, and you know, see where he takes it. Because I mean, he can he can obviously make out with supermodels, which you know is. Definitely not a requirement. For <laughs> I was gonna be like, "What? What is this? I don't know this story." Yeah, that's exactly. funny. That's funny. Yeah, nice man. Uh, I like that. <laughs> oh, and apparently, uh, it took a uh, forty-eight takes to get that uh, make-out commercial. Are you serious? So. Holy cow! <laughs> Yikes! So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So, um, look him up um, and. Yeah, if you're making a movie out there, you know, like, I would say throw him a bone, but, I mean, he gets enough. I mean, he's in in Transformers, he's in Glee, he's in How I Met Your Mother, he's in, like, Monk and Heroes and Curve Your Enthusiasm. Like, he's, he's made his way, My Name is Earl... Uh, he's made his way through Hollywood. He probably has quite a number of business cards. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, yeah. So, um, so yeah, man. Like, I think, uh, I think, and he and Billy Crystal, I think, would probably be, you know, good duo. Yeah, they'd have some good scenes uh, together. You think? I don't know, man. I've never heard the kids speak, but. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, just just from his one mouth line in uh, in Spider Man, I think I think he could he could definitely do it. But nice. But uh, yeah, uh, what is your favorite Billy Crystal movie? Just since we're on, uh, I think it's got to be When Harry Met Sally, right? Ooh, it's so good. Such such a very movie. good. And that, the thing that's awesome about that movie is that it kind of just jumps around and, you know, it doesn't really matter, you know? It just kind of... Yeah. It's just like, oh, this is how people... That's kind of how life works, man. You have some boring bits and then you're like, let's skip that and we'll get to the good stuff, um, mm-hmm. which pushes our story forward and great. Mm-hmm. I used yeah. that movie a lot, a lot when I was, uh, like trying to explain like the difference between men and women as a teenager. Uh huh. I just like, like there's this particular scene where, um, Meg Ryan is telling like Carrie Fisher and everything like that. She just broke up with her boyfriend. Uh huh. But they like go to lunch and like Carrie Fisher's a little upset that she didn't tell her sooner, even though it just happened. Right. Right. Whereas, uh, Billy Crystal goes to the 
baseball game, and I can't remember the actor's name. Bruno. But what's his, his name? Bruno. Bruno. Yeah. Bruno something. something. Mm-hmm. Bruno Kirby is his name. Yeah. Um, he, and, and they're just at this baseball game, and he's like, oh, yeah, I got divorced. And he's like, oh, man, like, when did this happen? And all this kind of stuff. And it's just kind of like, it's like girls go and do stuff so they can talk. Guys just talk while they're doing stuff. Right. It's like, you notice he wasn't upset that he didn't, like, call him on the phone and been like, oh, my gosh, man, why didn't you tell me? It's like, oh, when was that? Oh, okay. Couple, you know. And it was like, <laughs> right. you know, a divorce versus, like, a breakup, you know. Definitely, you know, oftentimes a much bigger deal. But Right. Uh, such a good movie, though. So many just uh, real smart screenwriting as mm-hmm. well. There's so many good lines and so and like kind of good like life, like <laughs> like wisdom almost. You know, like mm-hmm. uh, as relationships go and 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 just you know lots of stuff. Um, you're like, oh yeah. That's why I know this because of this <laughs> or whatever it is, you know, that's okay. I said, um, so started if, to formulate Rob, that opinion because yeah. of this movie, but yeah, yeah, yeah. If, uh, if Billy Crystal and Rob Reiner are kind of a package deal, like who would Rob play in your movie? Who would he play? Yeah. Well, I hope he will direct. That would be amazing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Uh, who would he play? Um, I would just say it'd be funny to play your dad because they're like so close in age. No, I know that, that's the one that would work. <laughs> no, I, I don't know. Oh, he would have so to be funny. like a teacher or something, right? Of mine at so at one point or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, I can't think of. Um, Anything else? I definitely gotta say, for me, it's it's uh, City Slickers. I think is City Slickers is also that. very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, City Slickers is so good. Anyway, so um, uh, let us know if you guys are uh, cool with those choices or, you know, if you, if you have uh, a connection to either of these actors and, you know, we would love to set up a meet and greet. That'd be, that'd be sweet. Um, uh, but, uh, what's our, what's our triggered memory for today? So we wanted to talk today. We want to keep this movie train a rolling. So, right. so I, I wanted to reach back in the way back machine here and talk <laughs> first PG-13 movie. What was the first, mm. if you can recall, what was the first PG-13 movie that you saw? So, I, it's hard to say a little bit because I'm pretty sure PG-13, like, started, like, within our lifetime, right? Like, everything uh, was, like, PG yeah. and then jumped to, like, R, right? Yeah, early early 80s, there was mm-hmm. still, uh, I can look it up. There was still a PG, uh, PG to stri- straight to R. Mm-hmm. Um, so, so, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to say the first one 
that I can remember seeing in the theater when I probably was a little too young to see it was the movie Fire in the Sky. Fire in the Sky? Fire in the Sky. What is that? is terrifying. So um, it's about alien abduction. And uh, I'm going to spoil this movie for <laughs> everybody Everybody who's never heard of it from two, 1993, right? Okay. So I'm like nine, okay? So um, Fire in the Sky is about this uh, guy who um, he... If I remember correctly, it's, you know, it's it's an alien abduction movie, basically. So it's the classic guys out in the middle of nowhere, you know, he sees some lights in the sky, you know, whatever. He gets out of his pickup truck, right. and I think somebody else is with him, and they're like, what are you doing, man? And he's, like, walking in front of his headlights, and da da da, da and then there's, like, this, like, flash, and, like, he's gone, Right? And everybody's like, holy crap, like, he got abducted by aliens, like, blah, 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 blah. And then, um, like, some time passes, maybe it's like a couple days or like a month or something like that. He's okay. found naked, like, on the side of the road. Like, he, he's, like, got, like, newspaper, like, wrapped around his waist, and he's, like, flagging down a car. And people are like, what the heck, man, you've been gone, like... Where have you been? And he's like, I don't like, I don't know, like, da da da. And so the whole like rest flight of this is a navigator. What is this movie? Yeah, exactly. So this <laughs> is like, this it's like this whole thing on uh, whether he was like really abducted by aliens or not. Like he right? doesn't really know, like remember everything. And people are like, and so he, it's like this small rural town. So people are like, you know. Like, there's sometimes there's news people that come and talk to him, and then, like, people are like, oh, he just, like, he didn't get abducted by aliens. He's crazy, and da da da. And, and, like, it's like, no, like, maybe he did, blah, blah, blah. And so he's, he's, like, kind of traumatized and trying to get over it and kind of get back to his life at the same time as there's, like, these, you know, people, like, either, like, saying, like, hey, man, like, let's just, you know, help you move on, or oh, you're you're giving us a bad rap, you know, in this town, and you know, whatever, whatever. Um, <laughs> and so that was his dad saying that. Yeah, That's exactly, up, bro. <laughs> yeah, and so um, ultimately, it's kind of like going back. It's kind of a boring movie until like the last ten minutes. Uh huh. He is. He is underneath like some something happens like he gets triggered of some kind and like there's like a party or like a house party or something so he's in his house and he's like he's like underneath like the kitchen table and somebody's like looking for him he's like where and he's like shaking and there's like this bottle of syrup that like is on top of the table and it falls over like because he's like just trembling under this table okay pool of syrup just like gets to the edge of the table and like starts like dripping and it like drips like right on his face, like right, like near his eye. And then he has this like crazy flashback and he's like in this like alien pod on like this spaceship. And he like, he has to like rip open like this membrane to like get out. And he like, 
he's like stumbling out and he like falls into another pod and there's like just bones and there's like just human remains in there and he's just like oh and he like he like is stumbling down this hallway and then you see these like you know creatures in the distance like you know uh figures in the distance like with like the, you know the lights you can't like really get a good you know look at what they you know what they actually look like uh they like grab him and they like put him on this like table and then this other like weird membrane thing like comes over him and like kind of pins him to the ground or pins him to the table and like this kind of scalpel thing like cuts across his mouth so he can like breathe and then they like cut like the membrane around his eye and they put this like weird like um, clockwork orange style like thing to like hold <laughs> oh, his no. eye open and then there's like this needle that comes down and like pokes next to his eyeball and then like this white gook and like that's when I like just turn and I was like burying my head in the back of the chair yeah. at the theater and I'm like I can't watch this this is like I was like freaking out and everything and then like I and that's like the end of the movie. Like, okay, I guess it really happens. Like, he so was the whole really time abducted. you're like, you don't know. <laughs> yeah, and stuff. What's and there's, this, I mean, what's this called again? I'm so sorry. Fire in the sky. Fire in the sky. That sounds and so I was like, crazy. I'm like, this is the scariest movie I've ever seen in my life. And so I like purposely when I was like 18, like you know went back and watched this to be like, I can't be like terrified of this movie. I like have to like, <laughs> like sit through it and stuff. And like literally like, cause I like, cause in my mind I like buried my head and I was like that the whole rest of the movie. And like, it's like, right. no, it's fine now. And I'm like, no, no, it's like, no. And, and everything. It's really just like the end of the movie. Right. <laughs> like, straight, straight up. Um, I don't even remember what happens, but like, Dude, and Elliot's in this movie. I, yeah, Elliot from his name's not Elliot. His name is Henry Thomas from uh, ET is in this movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Richard Patrick. Is that his name? Uh, Robert Patrick. Ro- Robert Patrick. Yeah, yeah the T two. The uh, yeah T one thousand. Oh T one thousand. Excuse me. Yeah, from T two. Yes, James Gardner is in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, that's the thing. Like, not a lot of people have heard about this movie, but, like, this one kid at work has seen it, and I'm like, isn't that movie terrifying? He's like, it's so scary. And it's like, it's not. It's boring <laughs> as heck for, like, for like tw- an hour and 25 minutes, and then this five-minute scene is like, oh, my gosh, it's all real. It's like Neo, like, it's like if you only saw, like, the end, like the part of where Neo wakes up from the Matrix. Right. It's kind of like that, where right. it's just like, you don't know what's going on. He's getting flushed down these tubes. He's all covered in goo and all that kind of different stuff. Is That's the best, you know, if you haven't seen it, that's the best kind of thing where it's like he wakes up and he's like, what the F? Ugh, this thing's attacking me. Ugh, there's goo everywhere. Like, that's, yeah. Anyway. Crazy. I was too young to, I was too young to see that movie. Like, PG-13 <laughs> definitely for that one was like, well, this oh, movie, man. That movie came out in 1993. Yeah. Yeah. How old were you in 1993? <laughs> I, I was I was like nine, so yeah. So that's what I'm saying is like you know they made a good choice in putting it 
Because as a 13-year-old, I would have been like, oh, gross. <laughs> but as a 9-year-old, I'm like, no, 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 no I can't watch it. <laughs> oh, man. Well, do here's a little bit of trivia about the 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 PG-13 rating. Okay. All right. So So like we mentioned earlier, the the rating system used to just go from PG straight to R in uh 1990, or excuse me, 1984, mm-hmm. Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom came out, and it was PG, and parents went crazy. Oh, the heart ripping and all that kind of stuff. Right. Yeah. Apparently, it was like, ah, uh, it was like the thing that just, that broke the rating system. So, that same year, 1984, <laughs> is when... PG-13 uh, started as a rating. And it was, of course, mm. after Temple of Doom came out. And the movie, the very first movie that ever got the the PG-13 rating, Red Dawn, 1984. Oh, yeah. That's a good call because that, I mean, I could see that movie being R. I think I thought about it being R when I was a kid. Right. But, um, but that's like a good... Right after Temple of Doom, because Temple of Doom is that's a hard that's a hard line PG to yeah. like, because that's the thing I guess because we are skewing it a little bit, you know what I mean? Because in our mind, PG thirteen is that little bit of a like thresh. It is that that right. that nice that nice medium, right? Right. G is like, uh, you know, for. You know, anything that's animated, like, has no, like, badness in it at all, really, except for, you know, a silhouette of somebody being hanged or something like that. Wait, what? <laughs> like Tarzan or, like, some <laughs> weird Disney, like, oh, how did that slip through? Right. Um, but then you get, like, um, PG, which is just like, okay, parents, you need to kind of step in and make the call for your children but, like, in our minds, it's like, well, PG is for any kid that's, like, between 6 and 12, right? Right. <laughs> like, in our minds. But it was really, like, any kid, anything between 6 and 18 yeah, at the time. Yeah, it's like, are you a <laughs> so 6 like, or are you an adult? And PG exactly. covered everything in between it. And, I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, dude, there was some things in PG th- in PG movies looking back. Like, uh, mm-hmm. watch Logan's run, and you'll be like, why is this PG? <laughs> uh, right. a couple scenes in there, you're like, mm, put some clothes on, people. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> um, yeah. But anyway, so, so yeah, so PG-13, it's, you know, it's really not that old, and it uh, definitely filled the gap that was necessary. <laughs> so. Yeah. Anyway, so the, uh, funny, you- funnily enough... The same year that you saw Fire in the Sky was the first year that I saw my first PG-13 movie. Oh, okay. 1993, and you'll never guess what it was. Bum, 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 Jurassic Park, for sure. Yeah. Jurassic Park 2, man. Jurassic Park scared me as a kid. Anyway. What? Continue. Jurassic Park was too much for me as a kid, too. I freaked out at that movie. Oh, for sure, dude. But that was yeah. the first one that my parents were like, dude, go watch the movie. 
Because what was that? By that? yourself. Mm-hmm. No, I went with my. Oh. I went with my Odyssey of the Mind group. For those who right, know, but I mean, like it wasn't like your parents. No, they didn't come with me. They didn't come with me, but uh, yeah, I went with my OM group. If anyone knows what uh, Odyssey of the Mind is, our our project was to build robotic dinosaurs, and that we were in the Jeez, robot thing. ambitious. It was, and ours <laughs> sucked. Uh, <laughs> you got a two by four with a terrible like rotating head <laughs> that was our dinosaur um but we uh but yeah so we got they were they were the people who like i don't even remember who it was now but who like uh uh led our om group or whatever after the whole thing was kind of said and done they were like we should we're gonna take everyone to go see jurassic park because we're just dinosaurs and such and uh, my parents were like, yeah, go, do it. And it was awesome. <laughs> it was, dude. Like, I'd never seen... I'd never really seen a movie like that because there wasn't a movie like that up to that point. Oh, dude, Jurassic Park was, like, so epic. It's great. So epic. It's great. Mm-hmm. It's great. Still, I mean, a lot of that still holds up, man. A lot of the CG mm-hmm. and stuff still looks real good. Because um, mm-hmm. they were way well, smart about it. It's 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 really like, I think the best form of, of CG is cleanup. You know what I mean? Right. Like hi- hiding the seams and stuff like that. So that's what Marvel does really well. Is right, they're right. Like, they're like, okay, you're going to wear... X number of practical things and these things are going to be here but like all the in between that makes it really complicated that's what we'll do with CG and you know it's not like wholesale like you know you're looking at a ping pong ball it's like okay well we're going to make this thing the shape that it's supposed to be we're going to make it you know like right. come up with all this stuff and paint it and you know do it up and then we'll just you know the part where it's like breathing, then we'll make that, you know, CG or something like that. So that's right. that's the cool part. And that's what they did is they're like, we're going to make as much practical stuff and just clean up the edges. Right. And the, and they, you know, I don't know. They did real good, real, real good, real good job. Um, mm-hmm. uh, anyway, so that was my first first bg-13 movie it was awesome and i enjoyed it thoroughly and i don't think that it gave me any nightmares or like i wasn't like super scared of though the raptors dude when you were like how old was i 93 you would have been uh 12 right I, yeah, yeah yeah i would have turned 12 that year so i probably was only 11 still because this came out in the summer Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, man, that's a scary scene, man. In the kitchen with the raptors, and they're like, "Why are they so smart?" Oh, yeah. And then she figures, you know, opens the door. Smart gal. Like, uh, it's a scary, mm-hmm. it's a scary bit, man. Um. Yeah. I I never like understood that scene very much. Because I didn't understand the concept that the 
uh, park was still under construction. Like you see, like the raptors kind of popping out from like the the painters' drop cloths uh-huh. and all right. this kind of stuff. But like to me, they're like they're getting from room to room with like no hassle at all. It's like, well, yeah, because there are no walls in a lot of places. It's like it's literally just like you know taped off room, and so like they're and then like um, like the door locks and you know all that kind of different stuff. Like right, right. That is an in, that is an intense intense scene from like and it doesn't let go because i mean seriously like they're eating jello and having this smorgasbord after being electrocuted and mud and tyrannosaurus rex and gallimimuses and all that kind of different stuff (laughs) they're just having some jello and then raptors and then it is just that like pin drop raptor claw tap silent when they're just scurrying from place to place you know right and then like the the they get one in the freezer and then they they find the people or they find the adults and then it's like you know she's hacking the computer they're in the ceiling like she falls through the ceiling like all these different things like you're just like oh my gosh like i can't take it this has been like 45 minutes of just like nail biting dude seriously seriously and then we played the video game, and that was not much better. Yeah, we talked about that. That's so creepy. <laughs> Dude, but... when, when you had to go into the raptor place with the night mm-hmm. vision goggles, like that was the only way you could see them, that And they was come straight at you. The worst. <laughs> they just like walk back and forth, and you get this weird pro- or profile, and uh-huh. then they just turn and come at you four claws you know, all four appendages all at once. Yeah, uh, dude, that was uh, a pretty. That was an insanely hard video game, and it was mm-hmm. pretty scary. Um, for me, it's definitely Dilophosaurus, though. Like the frill and the spitting, yeah. and everything is just like that rattlesnake sound. They, yeah, and you're like definitely the creepy thing. Ned, Ned, yeah, Nedry, what's his face? Wayne Knight, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Newman. Newman. Uh, Newman. Um, dude, I saw an amazing cosplay of him uh-huh. one time. It was literally like the, the yellow slicker with like everything. And then he has the sign that says like like East Dock and like the arrow. And uh-huh. I'm like, please tell me. And he's like, and he spins the arrow. And I'm like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. <laughs> 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 oh it's so good nice mm-hmm. but awesome. uh yeah i yeah i was too young to see that movie in the theater too because that definitely gave me nightmares <laughs> yeah dude yeah dude mm-hmm. but yeah so uh moral of the story i saw pg-13 movies way too young <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> I cannot remember, like, the first time I'm like, yeah, I'm old enough to see a PG-13 movie. Because I'm just like, they are scary. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh, oh, man, I just thinking about that raptor thing is, like, it is so crazy. Seriously. She's, like, like, on top of the raptor's head. She almost gets her freaking leg bitten off. Yeah. And, like, mm mm-hmm. But, yeah, it really takes the thing. mm Mm-hmm. 
Because I'm just like, I can't not understand how these raptors are keeping getting around. <laughs> like, um, they're even on like the Mr. DNA ride at some point. Right. You know, <laughs> and, and everything like, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. Um, yeah, that's a uh, crazy. Crazy. I think I think I think PG thirteen movies definitely have their place. I think they they serve a for sure a good a good purpose. It's a good it's a good level because yeah, there's there needs to be that stopgap. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so All what's right. uh so what's new? What's the new with you? this week sir so uh, this might be a little bit of an ongoing saga okay uh, so I'll, I'll catch I'll catch you catch you up on this uh-huh. uh, so we've been having some uh, some happenings at the neighbor's house oh we we are I, I am I am about to go full the burbs on this, on this neighbor, <laughs> on these neighbors. Really? Like, they're, they're not adjacent to us. So we're not, like, sharing a yard or anything like that. Uh-huh. But they are um, kitty corner to us. So not directly across the street, but just uh, right next door to that. Uh-huh. And it, kind of, it, like, you know, we didn't really get to know neighbors because... Uh, Moved in when COVID was just starting and things were all shutting down and everybody started working from home and all that kind of stuff. So it's right. not a good time to like bring a casserole or sure. a tin of cookies over, you know, to meet your neighbors kind of a thing. So, yeah, I get that. Yeah. So uh, we just kind of uh, have met the, we literally have just met the two next to us and then the ones directly across the street. Okay. But, um, but Christmas Eve, there is some some happenings. So Christmas Eve, this cop car just pulls up and parks right in front of our house. Okay. And you're just kind of like, okay. And then doesn't get out, doesn't really do anything. Um, and then another cop car pulls up across the street. And you're like, okay, okay. <laughs> still, still not great. And then another car, a cop car pulls in front of uh, my neighbor's house. And I'm just like, okay, like, do I go out there? Like as a homeowner, <laughs> am I like, am I like supposed to like, inter- like be like, is there a problem officer? Like you know, right. kind of thing. Um, so we're kind of just watching out the window and they all three get out and they go to this neighbor's house this kitty corner neighbor and they go like through their little chain link gate and they go up to the door they knock on the door no answer no answer and they well they knock on the door and they're like standing like 10 feet back which with covid is probably the protocol right it's like you know like whatever but it just makes it seem like they are waiting for something 
to come out this door. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Like they want as much distance to assess the situation as possible. So it's just a little uh-huh. bit like, oh, what is going? Like what is going on here? Uh-huh. They knock. They try the door handle. One of them goes around the back um, and everything, and they're there for probably about thirty minutes or so, knocking and doing whatever, and then nobody wow. answers. And so we're like, "What is going on? Like somebody's gonna get arrested on Christmas Eve. This freaking sucks." They get in their cars and they kind of sit there for a little bit, and then one by one they leave. So this was kind of just like a random hour in the middle of our Christmas Eve. Like, what the heck was that? And so we kind of after since then had like our eye on this house. We like uh-huh. asked some neighbors, you know, we're like we're like, oh yeah, like how's it going? And it's like, hey, did you see like the cop cars? And she's like. Yeah, did you, like, you know what that's about? No, I don't know. Like, kind of, like, the, talking to people that have been in the neighborhood for a while, like, oh, well, right. like, I know this older older gentleman lives there, but I don't know, like, if he's, like, renting it out or have his, has his kids there because, like, you know, there's this younger couple that's there with them or whatever. Fast forward about a month. It's probably middle of January, maybe early February. And this older gentleman, probably in his, like, late 60s, early 70s, is just out in the middle of the street with a bucket just making giant bubbles. Okay. Like, if you haven't seen where you take, like, two um, rods, probably about, like, three or four feet, and you put a loop of some kind, like, you know, some thick shoestring or some, like, really thick yarn or something... And you dip it in bubble mixture, and then you lift them up and like spread the two uh, the two rods to make to expand the loop. And as the wind blows through, you can make some pretty giant bubbles. Right. Right. So he's in the middle of the street, just like doing this, and then like you know, and we're just like, what is this? Like. There's no, I mean, not that, <laughs> not, not not that you can't enjoy giant bubbles at any age, but there's no like little kids around or nothing. It's just this guy doing this. He's kind of getting frustrated because it's not working very well. And I was like, do I go over there and give him my bubble tips? Because like I've done this and it's fun, <laughs> but he's just not. He's not getting a sustainable bubble. Uh-huh. And so we just are kind of watching this guy. And he's, yeah, he's out there for probably, yeah, a good, you know, half an hour or so. He, he eventually, like, moves closer, like, onto the curb so that it's maybe not as windy because it seems like he's not, you know, it's popping before he can really get a good, um, good strength bubble. Uh-huh. And so I'm just like, what is this? And then, like, um, last week, there was just like a bunch of stuff out on the lawn, like Christmas tree uh, remnants, you know, like artificial Christmas tree, a bunch of totes, like you would keep like decorations or storage, you know, in a, in a back closet, right. some random boxes and stuff. You know, I would say probably like a pickup truck's load of stuff just okay. on the lawn and so you're like okay so they're cleaning house that's cool whatever but it's there for like a couple of days and then it like snows real bad and everything (laughs) you're just like okay like that's the thing you can leave stuff out 
that's fine. But once it gets like wet and stuff, it's like, yeah, you got to deal with that. I'm sorry. (laughs) Right. Like you can't just leave like wet rotting stuff like out and it's there for like another, you know, week, like solid week of like snow melting and everything. Yeah. And then that, that was gone. And then it kind of comes to a head, not, uh, last night, but the night before last we are, Sitting there watching a nature documentary on Disney Plus, and we just hear this like goo 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 goo, and we're like, "Is that, like, is that at our house?" Like this knocking, and we like look out the window, and somebody is knocking at the door across the street, like loud enough to where we have all the windows closed and we have like the TV on, but we like, distinctly heard it, and then like somebody opens the door and it's just instant yelling, just screaming and swearing. Like, this guy, like, barges into the house. This woman is there in just pajama pants and a bra, just, like, yelling back at him. And, like, the older gentleman's there, like, yelling and da-da-da. The guy's, like, raising his fist like he's going to hit the old man. And so, I mean, we go full on, like, you know, nosy neighbors. We're, like, we turn off the TV, turn off all the lights. And then, like, (laughs) Stephanie's, like, we're, like, watching this drama. And she's, like... I need some jelly beans or some popcorn or something. <laughs> like we oh, are like, zoned in on this thing, and we can hear them like full, like you know, full volume. They're screaming at each other, like you know, get out of here, like and don't you do it, and all this kind of stuff. We're just like, oh my gosh, and then like the door slams, and you can see them like in the window, like just still like yelling at each other and all this kind of stuff. And then the older gentleman comes out eventually. And he's like the door's like cracked open, and you can see he's on his cell phone, and he's got like, like a bat or like some kind of like rod or something. Uh huh. And I'm like, I'm like, this guy is like, he, I mean, he's got to be calling the police because this other, you know, you know, daughter's boyfriend something is threatening him and barged into his house and, you know, whatever, and he's like you know, like I've got this rod if this guy comes at me or, you know, all this kind of different stuff. But he's like, he's on his phone. Oh, I missed this part. There was just like some random time, like, a, like three days before this, where like three of them are just standing outside. Like not the, not the guy that barged in, but three of them are just standing outside on the porch, uh-huh. just like talking, like all on their phones. And we're like, are they locked out? And then they like, they're there for like, you know, 10, 15 minutes, and then they all just go back in the house one by one. And you're like, what the heck was that? (laughs) (laughs) But, like, so he's out there. He's on his phone. He then walks to, like, the edge of the yard, you know, maybe trying to – he picks up, like, a bag that we – like, just, like, a garbage bag that's kind of sitting there. He goes to, like, the corner, and he's, like, standing under the streetlight. And then, like, yeah, this is, like, 10 o'clock at night. He just, like – then, like, walks away. Like, walks down the street, and we're like, what is going on? Like, if anything, I know that this man lives there. I don't know who else lives there. <laughs> this guy. And we can still see boyfriend and, you know, uh, pajama pants lady just, like, kind of, like, heated argument in, like, their their front room. And you can – it's really – they have one light source, and so you can just see the shadow on the wall <laughs> and stuff. And you just see big arm movements and stuff. And you're like – it's like they're still upset, and the door's still cracked open. And so you see the guy, the, the mad guy comes down the stairs and like slams the door 
and like shuts the light off and everything. And we're just like, oh my gosh, like what is going to happen at this place? And like, since then, like, like last night, some car pulled up and was just like honking, like waiting for somebody to come out, uh-huh. like for like 20 minutes. And they like ended up like turning their car off and shutting the lights off. So you can't even see the car really, you know, with like just, you know, through our peeping window. Right. And you just hear it honk like every like five minutes. You're like, what the heck? So I'm like, what? If this is the stuff that's happening when we're home and like watching, like what is going on, you know, behind closed doors, like at this place. So that was a long story. Holy cow, man. We, if if more develops, I will I will definitely keep keep you guys up on it. Yeah, it was, it's, it's we are seriously just like you know watching TV and then but we always have like the shade just that one that one panel or whatever you call it the one what do you call like the blinds like you just have that one slat you uh-huh. know tilted so you can so we can just like if we hear something we're like oh what's going on out there. <laughs> <laughs> Cause yeah, it is it is just some weird drama going on over That's there. That's crazy. Yeah, man, keep us abreast on what 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 happens, <laughs> Kitty Corner across the street. Yeah. Um, so yeah, that's that's new over here. What's what's your new? Well, the biggest new over here, I suppose, is that my daughter, who is two years old, <laughs> has begun potty training. Yeah. Yeah. That's Learning the potty. Not exciting for most people out there. They're like, great, your daughter can pee and poop. And you're like, but you don't understand. It's great. It's in a secure location. Yeah. Um, I got to pay for less diapers. It, it, it's all a win-win once she gets mm-hmm. it down. She's really only been done it uh, two or three days. No, I think three days. Three days in a row. Um, and she's doing great so far. Um, really, uh, she's ready, dude. She's ready. So, this is, uh, I mean, don't want to be like TMI or anything, but I mean, yeah, you let's got, do it. you got, you got her, let's like, do it. A little side, little side potty. You got her an inset, like in the normal we potty. We have a small potty, full? but she's got a little, mm-hmm. she's got a little, um, seat that we put on the big and she's been mm-hmm. using the big one nice so yeah pretty good at the pee the poop not so much yet we're working on that but um, mm-hmm. but yeah anyways uh, I took her to the store yesterday mm. in underwear that was a little scary this, this, oh yeah that's, that's big time yeah, like, <laughs> I was like, let's yeah. let's try it, buddy. She went right before we left, and we went, and you know, we were gone a good hour or something. So, mm-hmm. and we did try to to go while we were out, but she didn't have anything. So I was like, please hold it together. <laughs> then we get back <laughs> home, and she did great. She did perfect. No no issue. Nice. So, anyways, it's a uh, it's not crazy neighbors next door but it but it was uh it's exciting to me and it's <laughs> going well like uh i don't know our son was a lot more difficult to get stuff going uh Mm-mm. in that realm and she's just kind of like about it she's just like well yeah let's do it so 
So, anyways, that's great. It's great. I that's kind of interesting when you think about it. Like, not that I remember potty training sure. or anything, but just thinking, like, yeah, it's it's unless it's an emergency or not an emergency, but an urgency, I guess. Uh huh. Like, you can like like tell you have to pee more distinctly than you might have to like go poop. I would say, you know, you're sure. kind of like sitting there and you're just like, oh, okay. Like, you know, doing your little pee pee dance, you know, like kind of a thing. So it's like, right. In a kid's mind, it's like, it's just like, okay, like just tell mommy and daddy when you have to go and, you know, we'll get you on the big, like the, you know, the big toilet or whatever. Right. And it's kind of just like, okay, I know exactly what this feels like. And it's happening right now. Whereas like poop, it's kind of like, <laughs> oh, there it is. You know, it's just like, it's happening, you know, kind of a thing. So it's just yeah. like, it's not. It, it's and, a lot quicker. And then, yeah, you just don't feel it mm-hmm. as soon. I don't There's I think like that's right. I think that's yeah. right. Yeah. Most of the time she's been telling us, but it's like usually mm-hmm. as it's going, it's like poop, poop. And we're like, oh, God, yeah. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, no, mm-hmm. uh, I, yeah, I don't, I think you're right about that to a certain extent. Like, mm-hmm. so, cause it's, it's, it's something, I mean, to, to, to go biologically on you. Yeah. There, there, it, there are, um, nerves like, that can sense like the consistency of your bowel movement. Right. And your body will alert you to a more, you know, sheer (laughs) bowel movement Uh more urgently than a solid movement and stuff like that. And so, interesting. uh, So that's like, if you're ever just like, Oh my gosh, uh," like, Usually you are going to have, you know, like diarrhea or something like that. Um, and it's, right. it's not, it's not because of like volume or anything as, as far as my understanding or pressures. It's literally like your body can tell what the consistency is. And it's like, this has got to go versus like, no, we, we can hold this for a little bit longer and then let it build up and stuff like that. But then once that happens, it's like. Okay, this is like you know we have to evacuate and stuff. Right. So, <laughs> so that's that's kind of weird when you think about it. It's just kind of like your body's just like, oh, okay, like I'm I'm trying to get this out of here as soon as possible. So right. let's let's get this, you know, and that's usually what what that means and stuff like that. So, um, so yeah, that'd be um, interesting because I mean, even when I'm thinking about like trying to train. Like, uh, my dog and everything like that, like, like peeing, like she, she will pee on command basically. And probably cause there's always a little bit in there, you know what I mean? Right. But like, that's the thing when you take a dog out to go to the bathroom, nine times out of 10, you are waiting for them to go poop. Right. Like, like they'll go outside and they'll pee immediately because they've been holding that in. But the poop is like. Well, I mean, it's not now, and I'm not gonna try to force it. So right. I'm just gonna walk. I'm gonna sniff around. I'm gonna sniff around because we always try to get our dog to poop as like quickly, like, like, like when we first take her on a walk. It's like, please just try to do it in, in our yard or in front of our yard, like on the strip. 
Like, right. So that we're the only ones dealing with it. And then she's, she'll like, we'll walk her back and forth like 10 different times, like right there. She's like, no, no, that's not going to happen. It's like, all right, let's go. Second, we cross the driveway to the neighbor's house. She's like, oh, we're actually going on a walk though. Well, I got to get rid of something. <laughs> it's like, right. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> so, yeah, it's just be interesting to see. Yeah, kind of just the, like, psychology of a child where it's just like, right. well, I mean, it, I don't feel it until it happens, you know, so I can't really warn you about it. Right. So, but that's, that's encouraging though, that she's yeah, learned it so quick. She's going for it. It's great. Mm-hmm. So. Do you guys do any reward or any thing uh, like that? Yeah, she usually gets a treat. Mm-hmm. She uses the pate. So, yeah. Here's here's a bran muffin. There you go. <laughs> let's, keep it let's moving. Keep, let's 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 keep this going. You know, we'll do it ten times in one day. By then, you'll have it down. You'll figure it out, right? <laughs> oh, that's awesome. But uh, there you go. Yeah. All right. Nice. All right. Well, that is the the wrap. That's us, that man. Show. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, all the all the normal podcast ending stuff. Um, just if you're looking for us outside of the podcast, just tag in Brando and hit us up on Patreon, Twitter, or Gmail or Facebook. Yeah, even right, we got the Facebook now. Facebooks, so we got the books. So, all right, and uh, yeah, if you uh, if you want to. Uh, you know, we're still taking suggestions on any questions of the day, and you know, if you join us on Patreon, get your get your own answers in there. That's so. right. Huh. All right. Take it easy. Thanks, guys. Bye.